1: That's code LISTEN at Bluenile.com for $50 off your purchase. Bluenile.com code LISTEN.
2: Some huge releases have left WWE headquarters shell shocked. Plus, Adnan Vert comments on leaving the WWE Raw announce table, and there is some major heat on John Cena. For Wednesday, May the 26th, 2021, this is your Cultaholic Wrestling News. Yesterday, WWE made a series of deep cuts to their company, shutting down departments and reassigning management. Now, some of those big names let go yesterday include Brian Pelagato, Senior Vice President of Production, James Wartman, the Content Director, Adam Kirshner, the Manager of Media and Metadata, and Jay Rosenstock, the Executive Vice President of International. Let's go through those names then. Brian Pellegato had been with WWE for just under a decade. He came over from ESPN as a senior digital producer. He worked his way through to become the VP of digital and social media in July of 2015. He became the SVP of production in March of 2019. Xavier Woods tweeted about Brian saying, Without Brian Pellegato and unbooked me, wouldn't have been able to hone my mic skills on the WWE app. I wouldn't have had a creative space to build chemistry with Big E and Kofi. I wouldn't have been able to create Up, Up, Down, Down. And I wouldn't have the life I have now. James Wartman, the other name, he has been a content director for WWE and part of WWE's family for over 11 years. He joined WWE as a multimedia producer in May of 2010, moving on to handling all the multimedia content for Monday Night Raw on WWE.com. He had been promoted to content director in February of 2020, just before the pandemic hit, he took that role. Adam Kirshner, the manager of media and metadata, been with WWE for over 15 years. He goes back to the early days of WWE.com. Uh, he was among those who exited WWE yesterday and put out uh, a message on Twitter to say, I've had a tremendous career and had the honor to build the greatest team. From the first ever .com intern to a leader, I've seen and done it all. I'm truly looking forward to giving the same 110% and then some to wherever I land. Over the course of his time in WWE, uh, Kirshner was the associate producer for WWE's Top 10 and Inbox series on YouTube. He was also the senior associate producer for a lot of the company's digital media team as they grew that massive YouTube channel to what it is now. Recently, he was part of the relaunching of the WWE Network. He's also been heavily involved in the network's migration to Peacock in the US. Jay Rosenstock, the EVP of International Uh, Let go yesterday. Now, the reason behind Jay Rosenstock being let go uh, comes down to uh, Nick Khan, who wants to oversee the international offices in order to keep them closer in line with WWE in the States. So, unfortunately, a role like Jay Rosenstock uh, no longer required. And we're seeing quite a lot of this at the moment uh, with with Nick Khan gaining more and more power backstage within WWE and within its business offices as well. As well as people being cut, there's been a lot of uh, major cuts to departments and in one case, a department pretty much dissolved. Uh, We'll start with WWE Studios who have been heavily hit by cuts. Deadline.com reporting yesterday that the studios received heavy cuts to its film, TV and digital divisions. Staff have been cut with everything being reorganized under one streamlined division. The report states that Nick Khan Personally informed everyone in LA and the Stanford offices, and has been has been described to PW Insider by one source as a bloodbath. What this means for future projects? Well, the the division is still open. The department is still running. They have a movie that was uh, pushed back several times to January of 2022. That animated feature Rumble still set to come out in January. I don't know how much this this this. Change will affect that. We'll find out in time, I guess. Uh, the Advanced Media Group, uh, an award-winning digital content department for WWE, according to PW Insider, all but destroyed by yesterday's cuts. Left left a lot of people who work to build that division heartbroken by this as well. So you you a lot of these names. A lot of these companies, a lot of these departments, you may not know, but they've been very established within the offices in Stamford, many working from home now because of the pandemic. So these come as a real big shock and they've left a lot of employees, according to sources close to PW Insider, shell-shocked by it all. So why so many releases? Well, again, we turn to PW Insider who say, WWE determined there were too many redundancies across multiple departments in those areas over the past 12 months. For example, um, there were two graphic departments, one for WWE TV production and one for digital. And the decision was made to just merge them into one graphic department also WWE has seen that they can run on pretty much a skeleton crew and still get the job done so there as again to quote PW insider one source noted that over the company history they've shown they can cut to the bone if needed and still get things done and this is just the latest example of that a lot of deep cuts today within WWE. And when we know more, we will let you know more at Cultaholic.com.
3: Back on Monday Night Raw, welcome Corey Graves and making his debut. Joining our broadcast team from the MLB Network, Adnan Burke. Adnan, welcome. Fire, my Hello, pleasure, Corey. Thank you in advance to both you guys for carrying me tonight.
2: This is going to be the thrill of a lifetime. And how about this WrestleMania and how exciting it was as we take a look at a very excited Bobby Lash to what happened the other notable release from WWE yesterday was Monday Night Raw's Adnan Verk. It was six weeks ago that Adnan Verk made his Monday Night Raw debut as the brand new lead announcer, brought in too much fanfare to be a part of the show, and now. They have mutually parted ways, have WWE and Virk. WWE confirmed the news in a short statement on their website saying, WWE and Adnan Virk have mutually agreed to part ways. WWE thanks Adnan for his work. Verk would also issue his own short statement saying, Thanks to WWE for a wonderful opportunity. The weekly travel, along with my other jobs, was a grind for me and my family. I'm grateful to everyone with the company, especially WWE Graves. Corey Graves getting some love on Twitter from Adnan Verk. Now, it's not the end of the road for Adnan Verk. He's a very popular guy. He's a very busy boy. He will no doubt land on his feet once again somewhere else. According to a source close to WrestleTalk, Adnan Adnan Verk has already been approached by Cam Soda, who, as well as doing naughty Cam videos, they do uh, they promote Fight Circus out of Thailand, and he's been offered $50,000, according to this source, to do play-by-play for a future show. Verk will be fine. Uh, he is just another one of those names on the revolving door that is the Monday Night Raw announced team. Uh, there's been something like 15 different announcers coming through the doors of wwe raw over the past five years there's they haven't settled on a team and it sucks when you have so much fanfare to bring somebody in and it just doesn't stick. You have to be a special type of build, I think, to last in a role like this. You know, Pat McAfee on SmackDown, finding out, we hear, hear about this on his show, finding out how grueling that commentary job can be, with Vince McMahon constantly in your ear telling you what to say. Clearly, Adnan Verk, as well as the the road schedule, wasn't up for for sticking around for more of that. So we wish the best to Adnan Verk. 6 weeks, barely enough time to get your feet under the table, but we wish you the best with whatever comes next.
1: I have um so
2: that was John Cena apologizing in Mandarin. He issued an apology to the people of China for describing Taiwan as a country. In a recent interview. So Cena was speaking to TVBS to promote Fast and Furious 9. He said Taiwan was, quote, the first country to watch the film. The movie has been directed by Taiwanese American Justin Lin. And a clip of Cena's comments received nearly 3 million views on Weibo. And it's led to the Chinese media demanding an apology from John Cena. For that misstep, so this what goes on here is that Beijing argues that democratically run Taiwan is part of its territory and not its own country. In recent years, China has increased the pressure diplomatically on the government there as well as other nations to recognise its legitimacy. Cena has now made an apology in a video that was posted on Weibo that you heard just then, uh, in Mandarin, uh, stating, "Quote: Hi, I'm John Cena." I'm in the middle of Fast and Furious 9 promotions. I'm doing a lot of interviews. I made a mistake in one of my interviews. Everyone was asking me if I could use Chinese. The staff of the movie gave me a lot of information. So there was a lot of interviews and information. I made one mistake. I have to say something very, very important now. I love and respect China and Chinese people. I'm very, very sorry about the mistake. I apologize. I am very sorry. You must understand that I really love, really respect China and the Chinese people. My apologies. See you. Uh, this apology has split opinion on the Chinese social media platform. Many users criticizing Cena for not saying that Taiwan was part of China. Many saying that they will boycott the movie now as well. We are expecting a return from John Cena ahead of the live event return in July. I do Whilst this is uh, something that should be dealt with very quickly, I doubt this will affect John Cena making an appearance on WWE TV in the very near future.
0: One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com.
2: Desperado is the latest New Japan star revealing that he has been diagnosed with COVID-19. In a Twitter post, he said he had symptoms including general muscle joint pain, a high fever, back pain, the most dizziness I've ever had, and a terrible cough. He, he ended the tweets by saying thank you to the nurses and the staff of the hospital in Tokyo. Desperado was going to defend the junior heavyweight title against Yo on the second night of wrestling Donkatu. That match didn't end up happening. He, along with Okada and Taichi, are sitting out and recovering from COVID-19. And this has led to multiple New Japan shows also being cancelled. Fightful Select have given us an update on Stadium Stampede. It's going to be part of AEW Double or Nothing this weekend. They say that the the show and the match will have a significant live element to it. Don't know what this means, but Fightful once again say it'll be a unique live experience last year when we had no fans for aew double or nothing you could get away with having like a 50 minute movie with this one i guess you've got to find a way of incorporating the live crowd otherwise they're just going to be staring at a screen for 50 minutes and everybody gets a bit itchy doing that so so incorporating some live stuff is is a very very good thing for aew to be doing the main event of NWA When Our Shadows Fall next weekend has been set as Nick Aldis will defend the NWA World's Heavyweight Championship against Trevor Murdoch. Trevor Murdoch won a battle royal last night on power to earn that match. He cut a fire promo afterwards. I was chatting with Trevor Murdoch just the day before this battle royal was aired. And we talked a lot about what it would mean for Trevor Murdoch to win that battle royal and to challenge for the championship that his mentor, Harley Race, held. It's almost like a full
3: circle scenario. You know, I started out looking at that title above Harley's desk for years and always wanting to be it. Now I I have an opportunity to win an opportunity to possibly become world NWA you know heavyweight champion um, I hope that's what's in my future that's what I'm working for that's what I'm working towards um, and I want to be NWA World Heavyweight champion um, again I think that would kind of complete the circle of my career um, and I had and I, and I have already made it a point um, to let everybody know that when my time in the NWA is over, I'm done. Like this is Cinderella's found his shoe. And when and you know where I got that from. And uh you know, it, it I don't think that going and wrestling for somebody else will be as satisfying as what I can do in the NWA.
2: You'll hear more from Trevor Murdoch next week on a brand new episode of Desert Island Graps. We talk all about Trevor Murdoch's early days as a wrestling fan that bled into him being a a wrestling star himself. We talk a lot about Harley Race stories. We talk about uh, his tag team with the late, great Lance Cade. And of course, we talk all about NWA When Our Shadows Fall that goes down next weekend. That's on the podcast feed this time next week there you go and a released WWE star has been cleared to get back in the ring Chelsea Green tweeted out today is a good day after three surgeries on my arm I am officially cleared to get back in the ring oh how I've missed wrestling Chelsea Green uh, is going to be a force to be reckoned with once she is back up and running, you can check out her interview with Ross on straight to hell at youtube.com slash cultaholic to find out what things in the world of wrestling Chelsea Green wants to see gone forever. Thankfully, one of those things isn't Chelsea Green, because she's getting back in the ring very soon. <coughs> Twitch.tv forward slash cultaholic. It is you and I from 1 pm British summer time today, playing some games. Which one are we playing? Which N64 classic are we playing? Not Legend of Zelda. We're, we're parking that for a bit. It made me too sad. So <laughs> we, we are going to be playing some some retro gaming goodness. Find out what from 1pm a British Summertime. YouTube.com forward slash Cultaholic. If you haven't done so already, check out the first episode of Ross's brand new series, The Rise of... And fall in which Ross talks about uh, the heady highs and the miserable lows of the new world order. That's at youtube.com forward slash cultaholic. On the podcast feed today, it is a brand new episode of Desert Island Graps, and I am in the company of the man who was released from WWE about this time last week. Was really delighted uh, to get to catch up with him and check in and see how he's doing. Uh, The former Alexander Wolf, Axel Tisha. Talks about his time within WWE, what his plans are after WWE. And of course, he picks three wrestling matches to watch while stranded on a desert island. That's on the podcast feed and on the Cultaholic YouTube channel a little later on today. How well do you know Roman Reigns? Do you reckon you can figure out all the people the head of the table has danced with on pay per view? Take our quiz right now at cultaholic.com. And plus, check out the latest on major releases from WWE headquarters at cultaholic.com as well. I will speak to you tomorrow. Don't forget to join us. Love you. Bye.
0: Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag? Say hello to Quince.
1: how has preparation been for you
2: well it's amazing because at least i got to be there backstage and watch wrestlemania which was such a thrill for me as somebody who's grown up you know loving what what wwe is all about and global sports entertainment just to really appreciate and soak it all in i think it's going to be invaluable tonight because it's almost as if a new season begins the next chapter unfolds as we all know